Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and fabulous Thursday morning. Hope everybody is doing well today and trust that you are. Still having tons of technical difficulties. <laughs> I uh, uh, thought I had another tripod here. Apparently I don't. I have to get it from the church. So I'm having to set up this uh, makeshift um, uh whatever this mess is, <laughs> in order to have it out going out to social media and to our church website, because apparently we're still having trouble. And again, uh, for whatever uh, whatever they've done, they, they've hosed me up big time uh, on uh, Facebook, uh, where they put where they banned me the other day for um, speaking against homosexuality. I can't even access my other pages uh, to share it. I actually had to uh, share this video on my wife's account, go to her account, then share it to the church and to my ministry page and to the church group page uh, because I can't access it uh, through mine. It's just, um, it makes me very angry. <laughs> I'm very frustrated this morning. I'm so mad I could about chew nails. But anyway, let's see who we got here this morning. We got uh, Miss Angel Dixon. Good morning. Uh, Nicole Campbell Barnett, Darlene Barker, uh, Christy Lee Aulis, Nancy Tyree, Amy Oaks Turner, Jennifer Honeycutt, and some girl named Brandy Boyd Young. So I, when I told you all the other day, I'm going to have to call the cops. This woman will not leave me alone. She's, yeah, she, I'm trying to wake up. She's in the house. Uh, she's in my park and the driveway. Follows me where I go, insist on cooking my breakfast. I mean, I, I don't know what I'm going to have to do, guys. I really don't. So, <laughs> uh, I'm just joking. Now, that is my dear loving wife. And um, so, glad that you, all you ladies and guys and gals can be watching this morning. And that you join us for this morning's devotion. Despite all the trouble and problems that we're having uh, this morning. Well, uh, well, let us stand and let us do our Pledge of Allegiance. Let me uh, stand up here. Got to make sure we get this right this morning. We've been having so much trouble. There we go. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise God that we get to say this uh, wonderful pledge each and every morning. We live in such a wonderful and free country. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, of course, my dad has said this many times, but uh, there's truth in it that, uh, you know, so many people want to wish they could win the lottery. But if you was born here in the United States, you won the lottery. It's, like I say, uh, you know, you see proof of so many uh, who uh, are literally killing themselves to try to get into uh uh, our country, you know, by any means necessary because they know the opportunities that are here. But, uh, you know, I have no problem with legal immigration. I have no problem with you going through the proper channels to obtain citizenship, to come to this country. It's what our country was built on, uh, people of all walks of life. But, um, you know, there's a reason why we know it need those secure borders. And one is not to be mean or cruel or, uh, you know, we tried to, America has always been known to help other countries in need, and we try to do that. But we, it's not only is it a, a reason to protect uh, our country from terrorists and such, disease, uh, you know, there's things that are out there that uh, are not, um, um, that we're not equipped for. And two, the, um, 
I'll get out here in a second. Sorry, I'm trying to do two or three things at one time. Our infrastructure can't handle the influx, all these individuals. Uh, just right here in our own area, we have people living in cars. We have people homeless. We have people starving to death, children starving to death. There's no way. We can't take care of our own, much less bring in thousands and thousands of people and uh, expect to be able to take care of them at the same time. And uh, we are, uh, uh, sorry, we uh, apparently, uh, Kim Hensley's up this morning and sharing uh, attachments, so... <laughs> to have to get on her this morning. But anyway, um, our, our economy can't sustain it. And uh, I don't know. It's just uh, what it really boils down to is that uh, the liberals know if they bring these individuals in, grant them citizenship, who are they going to vote for? It's all about power. They don't, the, the, the liberals, they don't care about you. They don't care about this nation. They want their power. And uh, when I've seen so many conservatives turn on President Trump, uh, I, I, can't, I always, I know I, I may sound like a broken record, but I can't help but think of Braveheart, you know, where they sold their, their they became a traitor to their own country for lands and titles. And uh, I can only imagine what they were promised in order to, uh, to turn coat on our wonderful president. And now we got a lunatic in there, don't have a clue what he's doing. He's a puppet. And I uh, don't know who the uh, string puller is. I have some ideas, but uh, it is a uh, uh, sad state that we're in. But, hey, listen, like I said before, we're in the last days. And uh, good morning, Kimberly Mosier. Uh, we're in the last days, and these things are going to happen, and it's only going to get worse before it gets better. Like it, love it, or lump it. That's just the way it's going to be. And things will have to play out before Christ raptures us out of here. And uh, like I was talking the other day, don't let this create anxiety. Don't let this cause problems. Rejoice. You know, God's Word tells us, you know, we need to be, be excited about what is to come and uh, the age that we're living in. And uh, so uh, let's not get uh, too upset. I know it's frustrating and aggravating. Trust me, I am right there with you. And uh, so sick and tired of uh, the rhetoric being pushed out in Washington, D.C., but guess we better move on. All right. Gave my political commentary rant for the day, so I guess it's time to move forward. All right, let's go ahead and look at our morning verse. It is 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. What a wonderful, beautiful passage of scripture we have this morning, and praise God for it. So, let me look at this for I think it's important uh, that even though we're focusing on the verse 9, I think it's important that we go back and read verse 8 as well. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, it kind of goes back a little bit uh, for those who may have watched uh, the uh, message last night or Wednesday evening service. And talking about, uh, we kind of got in a little bit about forgiveness of sins. You know, the majority of the country, or at one time, uh, considers themselves Christians. Uh, you know, a lot of times when I go up to uh, to somebody and I will flat out ask them, you know, do you know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior? And sometimes I get an immediate yes. And then sometimes they stand there and look at me like, oh, crap. <laughs> 
you know, <laughs> how can I get away from this nut? Uh, and uh, they'll hesitate. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a Christian, and I sometimes I'll call them out. You know, if I if I feel led, some like, well, you hesitated. That bothers me. You sure you've made that profession of faith? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, where do you go to church? Oh well, uh, you know, uh, down the road here. Uh, you know, uh, they'll stumble around. Then they'll just say, you know, man, I haven't been in a while. So, so I'll find them out to the church. But um, so majority of, the, majority of people identify as Protestant Christian. Back in 1993, you know, I remember, you know, for me, 1993 doesn't seem all that long ago. You know, I graduated in 91, so it don't seem that long ago. In fact, the year 2000 just to me seems like, you know, like a year ago. So, you know, in 2021, it's just an odd feeling. But there was a survey conducted even back then, as far back as that was, uh, and among the uh, churches that they uh, done the study at, 32% uh, said that they were Christian. When they got to question them even further about, do you pray daily? Do you read your Bible daily? Do you uh, uh, confess your sins to the Lord? Do you, you know, start asking some real uh, hard questions uh, that number dropped from 32% to 8%. That's a pretty massive drop, you know, and our world has only gotten far worse since 1993, you know. At least even then, you know, there was still some sense of decency, I guess you could say, but uh, morality. So that's a sad thing. So if it's that then, I'd hate to see what the statistics would be now. We have all these mega churches out there where they want to be inclusive and they want to, uh, you know, the, when you look at that mega church, when you look at that or that mega church philosophy, you know, you may not necessarily have to be a, a literally mega church, but they uh, they water down the scripture. They want to do things that uh, will be appealing to the world. You know, yes, we need to go to the highways and byways. Yes, we need to go out and spread the gospel message. We need to talk to everybody and anybody and speak the truth of love and try to draw people to church. I agree. However, we don't compromise with the world in order to do it. We can't water down God's word to appease those of the world. Why? Because the cross is offensive. We are never going to reach a state of, well, uh, the world's going to be like, oh, man, I'm so glad they, they made changes to the Bible and not get on some of these tougher topics because now I feel better about going. It's never going to reach that level. And what you're doing is you're creating a God of your own making. Instead of, uh, instead of preaching the gospel, the truth, and preaching God's word, and preaching the God of the Bible, you've created a God of your own making, a Jesus of your own making. When you start changing things in the Bible to compromise with the world, then you're, 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 you're creating a whole different type of uh, belief system. And so that's a problem with, with so many Christians. They are, have become biblically ignorant. Now, uh, there's, there's some things that I've said before, so bear with me. But the one thing that we have to realize as Christians, you know, and this goes back really, and this was not planned, all right? You know, I, I get up each morning and, and find a, a verse to expound on, so this, this wasn't planned. But we have to be in a state of perpetual growth as Christians, we we cannot be stagnant in our walk. You know, if you for those who didn't hear my illustration last night, uh, you know, I was talking about um, uh, the old farmer from the from the Daily Bread story that I was talking about. That uh, you know, asking about his spirituality, and uh, you know, he said, I, "I'm not really, you know, uh, how was it? Um, I'm not really growing, but I'm established. You know, I'm, I'm not really, you know, I'm." 
pretty much he, he was he was stuck where he was at, as what I was saying, because what I was talking about in that illustration was his his wagon eventually gets stuck in the mud and the guy comes back and kind of throws those words back at him because he was tired of his what his his response in regards to his spiritual growth. And I think there's a lot of Christians out there who say, well, you know, I'm you know, I'm not uh, gaining any traction or I'm I'm not you know, but I'm established as a Christian. They're, they're just content to be where they're at. They're just content uh, to be in their wherever they're at spiritually. As a Christian, we come to know Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. Remember, we're the called out ones. We are set apart. Uh, we are a new creation in Christ Jesus. We're no longer a part of this world. We are in the world. We're not of the world. And, you know, I see so many people... You don't know Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and they're so on fire for the Lord. And that's one thing. We went to the church in Baltimore that I do wish that we could incorporate in our church, that immediately when someone become a Christian, when they come to know Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior, they come forward and accept Jesus Christ into their hearts, they immediately had an elder or deacon uh, to shadow them, so to speak. You know, if you don't want to talk about, uh, if, you know, I've worked in, in a lot of different jobs and, um, uh, being a waiter or whatever, and you shadow that person so you can learn and understand how that job works. Well, that's what they do. They place somebody with that individual so that because this is a baby Christian, they, they don't know uh, maybe some of the pitfalls and snares that they've been aware of. They may have questions that need answering. And so it's good to have a seasoned Christian with that baby Christian to kind of guide them and help them along in their spiritual journey. And I love that. Uh, that was something, something I would love to, uh, to, to take away from and incorporate in our own church. But, uh, you know, but for somewhere along the line, I think we've become complacent, apathetic, we no longer cease to grow. And that is not a good thing. And I think it's very evident in the lack of attendance of churches. We should be on fire. We should be excited. What does God's Word tell us about the church of Laodicea? That it was lukewarm. It spewed them out of his mouth. You know, and where they get that from and is from the aqueducts in Rome. By the time the water from the cool spring water that was flowing reach the aqueduct was so long in order by the time it got to Rome uh, that flowed that way it was so it wasn't good for nothing it wasn't good for drinking you, you try to drink it's just nauseating you didn't want to drink it. that's where we, we, we were getting this illustration from that to be lukewarm is nauseating it, 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 God's word said he would literally vomit them out of his mouth and so we need to be growing how do we grow well we look here at first John 1 9 and one thing that we have to do is be faithful and just. You know, we have to be, I'm sorry, we have to be faithful, and God is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. But we have to go to God in prayer and recognize that we are not perfect individuals. Recognize that we are sin-filled individuals and that we recognize those sins, and we need to confess that before God. You know, darkness hates light. And they don't want to be convicted of those things that they know that they're doing in the dark. That's why you think that we're seeing such a push for alternative lifestyles to be accepted as normal. It's just like this morning, they were showing the, the Dr. Levine uh, over the health whatever. Referring to this dude as a her, well, she this and she that. I just... <laughs> Just one, just scream at the TV. It's a man, man. You know, I feel like Austin Powers. It's a man, baby. You know, I just every time they show his guy's picture on TV, I bust out laughing. I'm like, how do you take his guy serious? You know, and and, and refer to him as a her. I just it shows you how morally corrupt and bankrupt our country has become. It just it's it's 
crazy. Uh, and uh, being banned from Facebook in three, two, one. Uh, anyway, you know, so they don't want to confess those sins. But see, that's one thing we have to do is come to God in humility, recognize, hey, we have done wrong. We recognize it and confess it. Now, some may say, uh, well, God's word tells us when you accept Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, that all your sins are forgiven, past, present, and future. So why do I have to keep confessing those sins? Because it's open communication with God. It is a spiritual journey that we recognize along the way that, hey, we need help, that we need God's strength, we need God's mercy, we need God's forgiveness. Even though we know that it's forgiven, we still are in a, in a state of perpetual imperfection and we'll never reach that perfection until we're in heaven. So we have to have that open line of communication, understand our weaknesses, our vulnerabilities, and confess that to God. There's a couple of verses I would like for us to look at this morning. It's uh, 2 Corinthians 12, 9. Let's take a look at that just real quick here. Get over here. I just ran out of time. I'd already had it uh, ready to go here. Hold on. Uh, yeah, I was trying to set all this up this morning and ran out of time. So 2 Corinthians 12, 9. Well, come on. Here we go. Here we go, 12, 9, tells us, uh, well, if I can find it here. Okay, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Understand recognizing those weaknesses. Understand recognizing that our vulnerabilities. Confess that to God so that God can empower us and help us in, throughout our journey as Christians. Let's also look at John 3, 20 through 21. Over here, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John 3. Let's see here. 20 and 21. Uh, for everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light, so it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. You know, God's word can't be more clear. We have to confess those sins. It draws us closer to God. It helps us to grow spiritually. We recognize that, and we recognize areas that we need work on. Guys and gals, I'm telling you right now, uh, you know, when I read how Paul said he's the chief of sinners, I've told you, I feel like I'm in the running competition uh, to be just right there with him because I mess up daily. Every single day I mess up. Every single day I say something I shouldn't, think something I shouldn't, do something I shouldn't. I mean, it's just every day because I'm an imperfect person. And uh, I praise God for his mercy. I praise God for his forgiveness of sins. I praise God that he hasn't given up on me. Thank God that he is patient and just. You know, it goes back. When Christ was asked, how many times should we forgive? He said, 70 times 7. In other words, odd infinitum. There's no limit to forgiveness. Praise God that not only has he, did he say that, but he demonstrates that each and every day. So it's easy when you're in, uh, you know, in, in this journey, uh, in this spiritual journey, to feel like you're the only one sinning. To feel like God's going to give up on you. God, why would you keep forgiving me? I mess up and I mess up. You know, because us as finite beings, we do give up on people. When they've hurt us, can uh, continually, you want to give up. Trust me. I, there's several people uh, in my family that I just want to be like, go on, man. I want nothing more to do with you. I'm tired of being hurt by you. Just get out of my life. I want nothing more to do with you. But every time I think that, I hear God uh, telling, you know, re reminding me, you know, look how many times you hurt me, but yet I still continue to forgive you. Buddy, when you hear that, that lays on your heart, you're like, oh, Lord, uh, help me uh, to show that same forgiveness to others. We need to confess those sins. 
And if, if you were not, because, and, and I encourage this, and you may say, well, Matt, that's just uh, uh, standard. Everybody uh, uh, asks for forgiveness. No, you'd be shocked. The amount of people I've counseled who are dealing with heavy burdens, and I said, have you confessed this to God? No. I, that blows my mind. When I've asked that, and they look at me in the eyes and say no, I'm thinking, that would be the first thing I would do. But there's a lot of people like Pilgrim's Progress who are, are hunched over with heavy burdens upon their shoulders. And Jesus is saying, man, just give it to me. Confess those things. Give it to me. I will remove that heavy burden off your shoulders. For my yoke is easy. My burden is light. God's word is telling us. Jesus is saying, give it to me. And you just feel so much better when you can just give that to the Lord, ask for that forgiveness, and just shed all that weight. And so, uh, you know, if you are not confessing those things to God, I encourage you to do that today. I encourage you to be in spiritual growth. I encourage you to seek out the Lord daily. We have to be growing. Let's be on fire for the Lord. Let's be excited. The world is so ugly and nasty and evil. And, you know, let us be that light in the world of darkness. Let us shine before others. Let us demonstrate the things of Christ. You can only do that by spending that time in the Word, spending that time in prayer, confessing your sins, striving to have that mind of Christ daily. So let us be that light, that beacon that will draw those who, that's our goal, is to draw the unchurched, draw the unsaved, so they'll come to know Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior. We don't do it for personal gain, but for spiritual gain. And let's do it to serve and please an almighty God. Let us pray. Now, Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful and blessed day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, thank you for all that you do for us. And Lord, help us daily to confess our sins and to serve you well and not to be burdened down with things that we can't control, but instead give it all to you. Help us, Lord, to seek you out early. And uh, Lord, let us set our day right, keeping our eyes focused on you. And Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God. Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, as I pray every morning, be with our nation, be with our nation's leaders. Let them come to know you before it's too late. Lord, I do want to lift up our sister in Christ, Ginger Hood and Troy and Kim Penix and Wendy Lee. Lord, I pray for Ron Thompson, Roger Winters. Lord, I pray for Larry and Donna Knight. Lord, I pray for so many, Lord Jesus, that... Uh, each and every day, I see people offering up prayer requests and concerns. And Lord, I just, uh, for each person I said I would be praying for, uh, Lord, I do want to lift those up this morning. And you know the hearts, minds, and needs, and your will be done in each and every one of those situations. Lord, be with us this day. Lead God and watch over, protect us, and let us serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I appreciate y'all watching this morning. I really do. And I apologize for all the technical difficulties. We're trying to get them straightened out. I just think two things. One, the old devil's just trying hard to keep the word from going out. And two, I don't think Facebook likes uh, the word going out, and they're just trying to make it harder uh, for the truth to be revealed. But uh, just remember, and I'm trying to say, I don't think I've got to slide on here anymore. Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, don't forget, well, let's do this one, that if you want to watch live, if you can't find us on uh, Facebook, always go to our website at flbconline.com. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles on Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only, but you can list all the all the um, morning devotions as you're going out and about your day. And, uh, oh yes, and, and uh, Talina also offered up a prayer request this morning, so be praying for Talina this morning. And Ginger Hood said, I hope you have a blessed day, and a blessed Thursday. Thank you again for our prayers. Thank you, Miss Ginger, for watching. So, 
I hope everybody does have a wonderful day, a blessed day, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless. Thank you.